All right, we are joined with Cam Accord here. Um, if you guys have questions, please raise your hand. Jim McBride, you want to start us off? All right, morning, Cam. Morning, Jim. How are we doing today? How are you doing? Doing well, man. I'm doing well. Good, good. I uh, wanted to ask you about Nick Folk and just his uh, his consistency and is, how rare is it for a guy this this advanced in his career to be playing this well? It seems like he's he's almost done, you know, playing better now than he ever has. Yeah, yeah. Nick is that constant, you know, every day shows up ready to go. Um, he knows exactly what he needs to do during the week um, to maintain his body, to be ready to go and uh, to deliver the kicks that he's been delivering, you know, and, it, and it's a credit to him. Um, obviously, you know, over the years and the amount of years he's played to continue to do it at a high level, you know, that just shows how dedicated he is and how every day he comes to work ready to prepare and, you know, is able to do it at a consistent level. And it's just credit to him. You know, it goes without saying it's an entire operation with him, Joe and Jake, um, you know, and they spend a lot of time together working the operation and making sure they're sound and everything. So, you know, he's just, he's a constant pro. He can't say enough good things about Nick. Um, great guy, great person to be around, you know, not just a football player, but he's also a great human being. And one other, if I could, um, Bill talked yesterday about Hunter Henry's block on on the initial kickoff and just what you saw on that play and, and how rare is it for a play to have that awareness, uh, you know, to, to just make that play on an opening kickoff like that? Yeah, the, the guys did a good job right there adjusting. And, um, you know, obviously Hunter was in, in tune to the situation and he did a, a really good, really good job, you know, as Coach alluded to, coming over, um, getting up and through the hole and being that lead blocker, you know, a four-gunner. You know, then that's something that, you know, they take pride in and knowing the situations, obviously the sun and the situation, trying to kick it into it and Gunner doing a good job of handling the ball back deep. And then Hunter having enough presence of mind, knowing exactly where he needed to get to, and then hey, not stopping. You know, a lot of times when you get in the traffic right there, guys want to stop right in the hole, but accelerating really through the hole and then picking off the guy and letting Gunner cut cut Tyfe all off of him. So, you know, it's really good, and he's been a you know really good presence for us out there. Thanks, Cam. I like the old school Patriots uh, cap too. Appreciate it, Jim. Yeah. Oh, next question, Kyle Hightower. Yeah, just one more on that one, Cam. How much are plays like that um, instinctual for a guy like Hunter, and how much of that is, is the situational stuff that you guys have gone over just time and time again in practice? I, I think it's a little a bit of both, Kyle, to be honest with you. You know, I think some things that happen in the game that you may have talked about, there's situations you try to cover every situation um, throughout the week, and you try to at least uh, make sure guys are knowledgeable of them. But, you know, you can only cover so many situations throughout the week. There's, you know, there's a situation on every given kicking play of something that could happen, something that could occur. So it's a credit to those guys being able to just take it from the meeting room, whether it was practiced, whether it was mentioned, and actually, you know, be able to execute it on the field. You know, and that's that's one thing that, that does happen. I'll be honest with you. It does happen that sometimes, hey, guys see stuff on the field, they react, and they make great plays. That's for sure. Um, and then there's other times, obviously, situation where we work stuff as much as we can, and then those guys go out and do a really good job of executing that. Thanks, Cam. Thanks, Cal. Next question, Alex Barth. Hey, Cam, good morning. Uh, with the Chargers coming up, I'm, I'm just wondering, you know, looking back at that game last year against them, seemed like a pretty good performance from your unit. What, what you remember from that game, what stood out about that game to you? Yeah, you know, um, obviously it's a different group of guys there, different team there, you know, so we've got to, you know, focus on that. And there's always things you can learn from because there's some carryover with the players you're playing specifically. And, you know, one thing, our guys definitely showed up ready to play. Um, if you look back at that game with a toughness mentality. Um, so and that's something that we've tried to instill and it's trying to 
make sure our guys are showing up weekly, ready to go, and, you know, going out there playing with, you know, really good effort, but also fundamentally sound and being consistent. That's the one thing we got to continue to do is continue to be consistent on a weekly basis. Thank you. Thanks, Alex. We'll go last question, Bob Sosi. Hey, good morning, Cam. How are you? Good, Bob. How are we doing this morning? I'm doing well. I've got a couple of uh, quick follow-ups to Alex's question. Uh, Darius Swinton, what can you tell us about him and his philosophy and, you know, the things you've seen, characteristics from his unit? Yeah, you know, uh, Swinton does a really good job, you know, for the Chargers. You know, they definitely have their kickoff coverage playing at a, at a fast place. they got a really good kicker that's giving them really excellent hang times. You know, anytime you can get a – kicker that's giving you, you know, four threes, four fours on the hang times, that's going to help your coverage right there to get down the field. So they're really excelling in that in that area. And then obviously just uh, picked up an explosive return man, um, you know, that we're going to have to face again for the second time. So, you know, it's a, it's a really good challenge for our guys there. You know, obviously he's a explosive guy with the ball in his hands and, and they've done a really good job in the return game, you know, handling the guys on the outside, whether it be in the vice, um, on their punt return or just on their double teams in the kickoff return, you know? So, you know, he does a lot. Um, and that's one thing, a lot of movement schemes and changing things. So there's a lot of things we got to be ready for, you know, and our guys got to be in tune to the situation and all the formational stuff that should come up in the game. Along those lines, you know, with a guy like Andre Roberts, you saw him in Houston. I don't know how familiar, how, how similar the schemes are. How much of a difference can it make? I mean, is, a, is a return man better suited for certain schemes or strengths of, of a kickoff return unit? You know, I, th I think that's a, a little bit of, of both, I would say. Like, you know, there's certain return men that, you know, can run multiple schemes and schematic stuff and be effective. And there's other guys that, you know, may be straight line, one cut guys, you know, that are better. Hey, maybe they're field return guys or, you know, get more back to the middle of the field, you know, and that schemes fit them. So I think, you know, each coach in his own right, you know, us included here, have to figure out what the guy does best um, and then try to attune your schemes to that. And then there's other guys that, hey, whatever you do with them, they can do it else. So you got to do it with your other players blocking-wise and technique-wise to make them excel. So I think it goes hand-in-hand, hand, and you just got to figure out and mesh the pieces together to obviously get the best of both worlds. You want to get the best blocking you can against the coverage, but you also want to put the returner in a situation to make the right runs and cuts and reads you know, that make him feel comfortable and he can do it at a high level without having to think like supposed to call for this block, but I see this hole. So you've got to do a really good job of judging what the returner does really well, but also what schematically blocking can fit his schemes. And I would imagine Roberts, pretty he can adapt pretty well. He's been in a lot of different schemes and returned it well. Yeah, he's played, you know, for several different teams and, and he's done it all at a high level. At every team he's been on, he's made an impact, um, whether it's on the punt return or the kick return. You know, he's an explosive guy. Um, anytime he catches the ball, you know, everyone's going to be at the point of attack, you know, so we got to do a really good job of spreading the field and, and not letting him get started. One last thing for you, Cam. On Sunday, we saw the, the conditions, the sun, Gunner returning that kick. Bill noted that in his availability yesterday. Now you go into the stadium. It's one of the new stadiums in the league. There's a lot going on, a lot of electronic stimuli around the around the stadium. What kind of an adjustment is there? I mean, it may not seem like much from the outside because it's a controlled environment again, but you, what do you have to do when you get there as a return man to kind of get yourself acclimated? Yeah, you definitely have to look around. No different than somebody knowing what the play clocks are, right? So you got to know every little situation. So you try to catch as many balls, you know, and looking up 
into the, you know, the rafters, so to speak, to see, all right, well, is there a blind spot? Is the ball going to be a certain spot that I'm going to have a little bit more tough time judging the ball? Because anytime you have, you know, something above you that's not just, you know, a regular roof, it does make a difference or sky right there. So, you know, you definitely have to try to catch as many balls as you can. You know, and our guys go out there pregame, we look around, we try to just, you know, do a good judgment and we talk beforehand about, hey, you know, the ball may go here. You got to be alert for this. There's a black spot right here. The ball can get lost, you know, um, up in the rafters because maybe it's all black, you know, whatever it may be. And each stadium is different. So whenever you go to an away stadium, you obviously have a very good familiarity with your home stadium. But anytime you go to an away stadium, you've got to definitely take notice of that and looking around and making sure you're familiar with it, you know, during pregame and prior to that so you can make the adjustments necessary. Thank you, Cam. I appreciate it. Thanks, Bob. All right. Thanks, Cam. Thank you.